The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 13th chapter. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me, Listen, I'm casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Lent is a solemn and a beautiful time in the church year. Someone said, I like Lent because in this season, I don't feel like I'm supposed to have a smile on my face all the time. Lent says it's normal to have struggles and sadness in my life too. Amen to that. This is a come-as-you-are season. We are now in the second week of Lent, and Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. This journey takes months. Luke takes ten chapters to tell us about it. And as Jesus travels through villages, he teaches and preaches and heals people. He knows what awaits him when he gets to Jerusalem, He knows how Jerusalem treats its prophets and that he too will die there. As we join our Lord today, some Pharisees come to him and warn him, get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. Pharisees are often, but not always, hostile to Jesus, so there are various opinions about their motives. They may be sincerely trying to preserve Jesus' life. Or they may want to create fear in him so that he stops his ministry. The Herod, they refer to as Herod Antipas, who has already beheaded John the Baptist and who is despised by the Jews as a Roman collaborator. He is the son of Herod the Great, who tried to kill Jesus as a baby when he ordered the slaughter of all boys two years old and under. This is not a healthy family. Father and son are power-hungry, and they see Jesus as a threat. Jesus responds to the Pharisees very sharply. He calls Herod a fox. This is not a compliment. It means sly, slick, deceitful, crafty. He says, Go tell that fox Herod, that I am casting out demons today and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will finish my work. In other words, Jesus is not motivated by fear. He isn't interested in saving himself. He has a mission he is going to complete, 
and nothing Herod can do will change that. He continues, Today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, on the one hand, refers to the city itself, but more than that, it's the religious and cultural center with the temple and religious leadership there. It can sometimes refer to Israel as a whole and all of its people. Now, when Jesus says Jerusalem, his tone changes. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. I think we may be more familiar with images of Jesus as the bread of life, the good shepherd, the prince of peace, Christ the king, and so on. But today, Jesus gives us a maternal and a feminine image for himself, a mother hen gathering her chicks under her wings. It would not have been an unusual image to Jesus' first followers. In the Old Testament, the God of Israel is also depicted as a bird hovering over her vulnerable young. In the Psalms, when people are crying out for rest and protection, they say things like this, Hide me under the shelter of your wings, and God's wings will cover you, and you will find refuge beneath them. When Jesus compares himself to a mother hen, he's following a biblical example of a mothering God. In Isaiah 66, God says, As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So, old Herod may be cunning and devious, but he is no match for Jesus the mother hen, whose love for her flock is fierce, and she will do anything even sacrifice her baby to save her chicks. Does anyone have any experience being around chickens? There are a few of you. Well, I love this mother hen image that Jesus has given for himself, and I have been reading about chicken moms this week. I learned a lot, and I'm going to share it with you. One article was, Five things we can learn from mama hens. Number five was, moms love their babies no matter what. The author explained that they had both chickens and ducks on their farm, and one duck, who was a first-time mom, was having difficulties. So they slipped her duck egg out from under her and put it under their chicken hen, whose name happened to be Annabelle. A few weeks later, out hatched a sweet little duckling, and Annabelle could not have been happier. She didn't care that her baby had webbed feet and a strange-looking beak. She clucked to it and brought it feed and let it nestle under her wings. She even thought that even though what hatched out of that egg was nothing like she had expected, she loved it. We know Mother Hen Jesus is like that, too, loving all life, loving us with all of our eccentricities, and wanting all of us gathered under her wings, come as we are. By the way, I like the author's conclusion, which actually has nothing to do with anything as far as this morning is concerned. She wrote, 
If hens don't even expect their babies to be chickens, I think we can relax when little Johnny doesn't want to play football like his dad. <laughs> Another person wrote about how hens protect their chicks. He wrote, there they are in the yard, pecking at the ground, catching a cricket or pulling up a nice juicy worm, seemingly without a care in the world. Mom hen clucks occasionally, and the little chicks say, chirp, chirp, chirp. And then a dog gets close, or the shadow of a hawk comes by, and that hen clucks out an alarm and flaps, and the little chicks take off toward her. She fluffs up, and a dozen chicks scoot up under her. And late at night, when it's cold and windy, they go to her nest, and they all disappear under the shelter of her wings, where it is safe and warm. She is the shelter from a cold and dangerous world. The love of Mother Jesus' hen is like that too, protecting and sheltering us in times of danger and pain, grief and loneliness, helping us bear it, helping us get through it. One study I read showed that mother hens actually empathize with their chicks. They feel what they feel. In fact, when they are faced with the same hardship, hens are far more distressed for their chicks' discomfort than for their own. Likewise, mother hen Jesus knows what we're going through, knows how we feel, and cares deeply about it. First Peter reminds us, cast all your worries on him for he cares about you. The Lord feels our pain and is moved to shelter and protect us in it. Mother Hen is also fierce. One person told the story of going to get eggs from his grandmother's chicken yard one evening and hearing a racket, a sudden raising of dust, flurry of feathers, scattering of hens and chicks, screeching and squawking, and then just as suddenly, things calmed down, and an old gray hen emerged from the bushes with the snake she had killed in its mouth. I learned a lot about chickens this week, all things Jesus and his hearers would have known. Mother Hen Jesus is strong and courageous, risking everything to protect us, loving us, welcoming all of us, sheltering and protect us, staying with us through the dangers of this life, knowing us inside and out, heading to Jerusalem to die for us, mother hemming us even when we are not embracing him back. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, said Jesus. And then he continued with great sadness, and you were not willing. You were not willing. How often our Savior desires one thing from us, to gather us in and love us. And yet how often we look away from his loving protection. We forget about God, and we go our own way. That is the heart of our sin and our brokenness, that we turn away from God and others and turn inward on ourselves. The message of Lent is, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, always loving us, always calling us back. 
This reading points us to one more thing that many of us have experienced about being unwilling. Sometimes, out of our own love, we want what is good and healing for someone when they are not willing. Pastor Leah Shade tells the story of a human mother hen who sat crying in her office. She wrote, She was sharing with me the pain she felt, knowing that she could not protect her daughter from the drugs and alcohol that had taken over her life. Her tears flowed as she recounted the many times she tried to bring her daughter back into the loving embrace of her family, away from the fox of addiction. But every time, the daughter made choices that pulled her farther and farther away. Instead of having the protection of those holy wings, the daughter served time in jail, wasted away in strangers' homes, and wandered the streets of the city. But the mother looked me in the eye and said, Pastor, I know that God understands that I have done everything that I can do. I have to let her make her own decisions. I'm at peace. And then she added, No matter what happens, my daughter knows that my arms are always open to her. The pastor reflected, Knowing what it's like to love someone who doesn't want protection, knowing the pain that comes in realizing that you can't save them, you can't make them change, you can't make them choose a different path, knowing a mother's pain and yet giving her peace, those are qualities I want in the God I worship. My friends, today we are given the mother hand God who welcomes all her children under her wings, no matter how they behave or how they look or what ridiculous things they do. This is our God who cares about what we're going through, our God who assures us that when we make mistakes, when we wander away, when we were overwhelmed by the foxes, Mother Hen God's holy wings are still spread over us, sheltering us, protecting us, and loving us. In the name of Jesus, amen.